Complete Idiot's Guide to Jesus by James S. Bell and Tracy M. Sumner. This audio version is published by Oasis Audio through an agreement with Alpha Books. I'm Chris Fabry. Introduction the life and death of Jesus of Nazareth was a pivotal point in human history, so much so that we date our years as CE, Common Era, and BCE, Before Common Era, from the time of the birth of Jesus. Many of the historical figures and events that we are so familiar with, at least until the 18th century and after to a lesser degree, have a component of the Christian religion closely tied in. This book is meant to be more of a biography introducing you to a person in his historical context than a book about doctrine or devotion. We're not psychologists trying to set up a personality profile or scholars in quest of the historical Jesus. We'll leave the technical details and debates to them. We are simply trying to get you more familiar with the greatest figure of all time through the eyes of reliable eyewitnesses and documents not that far removed from his lifetime. We could have chosen a number of primary sources, but have gone with presenting the biblical Jesus as found in the New Testament accounts of four writers, three who were eyewitnesses. Even then, we couldn't cover all the stories Jesus told or people he met. Yet, we certainly feel that we covered what was important for you, the reader, to know. We follow the life of Christ roughly chronologically and create a tapestry based on four different but complementary perspectives of his close followers. The Man Who Would Be King of Kings History is filled with accounts of people who have claimed to be sent from God and who had large followings even after their deaths. Muhammad, the founder of the religion of Islam, claimed to be sent from God, as did Buddha, whose teachings were the basis of the religion of Buddhism. Men like Plato, Confucius, Zoroaster, and literally thousands of others also claimed to have God-inspired messages for humankind. Jesus Christ, a Jewish carpenter and teacher who lived early in the first century CE in what was then called Palestine, also claimed to be sent from God and also had a large following of people. The difference is, he claimed to be God in the flesh, whereas the others only claimed to be prophets and philosophers, pointing to concepts of God that were very different. We can read in the Bible of Jesus' incredible and, to some of the people around him, provocative and scandalous claims. You're telling us you're who? Jesus couldn't have been clearer about who he believed sent him and what his coming meant. Over and over again, he told the people around him, including the religious authorities, that God had personally sent him into the world as the long-awaited Messiah. Jesus identified himself in a variety of ways and a variety of settings. He was identified in the Bible as the Messiah, not just through his own words and actions, but also through the words of many people who knew him. What others were saying. 
One day Jesus asked his disciples who people believed he was. There had been a lot of talk among the people in the area where Jesus lived about who he was, so he asked the disciples what they had been hearing. After they told him what people had been saying about him, he asked them what they thought. One of those disciples, a man named Simon Peter, responded, You are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. Jesus not only affirmed Peter's words, but told him he was blessed because he recognized that Jesus was the Messiah. In another incident, Jesus talked with a woman in Galilee about who he was. The woman knew that a Messiah was coming, one who would be called Christ. Jesus wasted no time telling her, I am the Messiah. Yes, I'm his son. As if saying that he was the Messiah sent from God wasn't enough, Jesus shook up the religious establishment of his day even further by claiming to be...